11 past 7 here at 92.9. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel, of course. All our COVID-19 restrictions in New South Wales ease from tomorrow. And West Australia will open its borders to the rest of Australia from Saturday, February the 5th. Premier Mark McGowan announced it yesterday afternoon. However, he did have a list of rules for travel into Western Australia. You must be double vaccinated, have a negative PCR test 72 hours before travelling. You must call your first or second child Mark, regardless of gender. Another test seven days in which must also be negative. You must pledge allegiance to Emperor McGowan. If travelling for less than seven days, no test is required. Spelling of Mark for the first or second child is not important, although the spelling M-A-R-K is most favourable, and these rules will not apply to children aged under 12. 16 past 7, no doubt, at 92.9, JB here. A man was attacked by an animal and feared he would be killed during the harrowing experience. British expat Graham Spencer was on his usual early morning walk in the Singapore Botanic Gardens when 20 wild otters... That's right, otters. You know, not talking... You know, dogs, gorillas, monkeys, we're talking otters. 20 wild otters ran at him late last month and attacked him. He told a local newspaper that he needed stitches after the attack in which he fell over and the otters trampled and bit him. He feared he would be killed during the experience. He said, I actually thought I was going to die, that they were going to kill me, he said. Mr. Spencer said he was left with 26 wounds all up that needed stitches. The paper reported the animals might have thought they were being threatened, however were not typically aggressive. Mr. Spencer in his 60s said the animals had been walking across the path about four metres in front of him when they saw a person running. But Mr. Spencer said when the runner avoided them, the the otters went towards him instead. All of a sudden, they must have thought I was the runner and attacked me. The Botanic Gardens said to the newspaper the animals can be quite aggressive after they've had pups and it has since put up signs to warn people of the aggressive otters. 26 stitches from otters attacking you. It's utterly silly, isn't it? Are you looking for... 7.24 with JB for breakfast. A poor lad before who got 26 wounds from otters attacking him got me thinking, what did you get attacked by? More gain on our Facebook page. Thank you so much for the comment there. She got attacked by Quokka. She was nine and on a family trip and some teenagers had locked the Quokka in the bathroom and had terrorized. That's horrible. Morgan stepped in to see if the quokka was doing okay after the kids left, and it came out and lunged at Morgan and bit her. She doesn't blame the quokka, though, which is fair enough. And a lot of people getting attacked by geese and ducks. Yeah, I know, they're like that, aren't they? I've just innocently been walking along, minding my own business at Bicentennial Park, just the other day, even, and there was two ducks there. I'm assuming the mummy duck uh, was was okay. She she seemed fine, but the dad, I'm going to assume, 
just spat around and started hissing at me and sort of doing that, you know, the forward neck thing that they do where they lean forward and look all funny and start going <laughs> at you. I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just on my walk. I'm not going to steal any of your, like, old moldy bread or anything like that. Calm down. What'd you get attacked by on our Facebook page, Instagram as well, using the handle 929Tamworth? Walker Hayes, Fancy Like, here at 92.9, 843. Uh, JB here. Walker Hayes, of course, mentioning all the um, American fast food chains that Amy didn't visit while she was in the States. I know, right? Because you were too busy eating, eating lasagna or whatever yeah. it was. So. No, that, that was that was the UK. Oh, the U. Sorry, that was yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. What were you eating in America? Did uh, you actually eat American stuff in America? We had In-N-Out Burger. Oh, okay, which that's is good. really good. Um, that doesn't get mentioned in his song. No, why don't you include that in we there? We were going to go to Red Lobster when we were in New Orleans, but we didn't get over there, so I was pretty disappointed. Uh. And I saw a Popeyes, but it was closed. We were driving. Uh, yeah. And we're like, oh, it's close. Can't go try Popeyes. What's Popeyes? Popeyes I'm not chicken. With that. Popeyes Have you chicken. ever seen the movie Little Nicky? No. Early noughties, greatness. Go watch it. Is it Adam Sandler yes. in it? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Anyone anyone's watched the movie knows the Popeye, Popeyes Does he, reference. Let me guess, he works at Popeyes? No. No? Okay. No. Way off. Way, way what, off. What used to be cheap but is now expensive? What have you got? Uh, lollies. Of course. Back in the day when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, you're only a year older than me, yeah, so yeah. we we can relate yeah. a bit better. Yeah. Um, fifty cents, big gigantic yeah. bag of lollies. Yeah, I know. It was. What did pot- paddle pop ice creams used to be like ninety cents? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are they now? Yeah. Two dollars. Yeah, they got to be easily. I remember when I was Magnums a kid. Magnums used yeah. to be two dollars. Yeah, I was about to say that was. they like that was the expensive. Like yeah. if you got a Magnum, you were king. Yeah, you, you, were, you were rich. Yeah, you were rich. <laughs> I used to, like, once a year, my mum would buy me a Magnum, like, probably at Christmas time. This time of year, she'd branch out and I'd be able to get the, the, the gold coin ice creams, I call them. Yeah, the gold they coin. The I like that. God tier. Yeah. Oh, how much did Bobolo Bills used to be? I reckon. Uh, they're about a, Yeah, I reckon about it. They were mid-tier. I don't know what they are now anymore. I haven't bought one They've got to be at least... They're probably $5. (laughs) Magnus are 10. (laughs) You know what? 10 years time, though, that's probably going to be the reality. I I hope not. Remortgage your house to be able to get a Magnum ice cream. Magnum. It's crazy. I'm just looking through the um, comments on the Facebook page. Rent. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well. Yes. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But seriously, yeah. though, like yeah. ten years ago when I started renting, we got three bedroom house, hundred and eighty dollars. Really. And it was a newish house too. Yeah. Right. And now we're paying like four hundred. My first for place four bedroom. I lived in was one hundred and fifty bucks. Was it, it was a two, flat? Yeah, like two bedroom little thing on Gunnaganoo Road. It was fully furnished though. I had everything. Yeah. Literally, I just had to bring in cutlery and off I went. Oh. It's a ripper, yeah. One hundred and fifty bucks. $150, yeah. hey? Can't beat that. That was a lot of leftover beer money after yeah. even... <laughs> Lots even of on, leftover lolly money. <laughs> <laughs> even on Povo radio waves yeah. of the noughties. <laughs> Back in the day. live like a king. <laughs> hey, I could go down and buy all my own magnums. You could. Hey? Yeah. On, only on payday. <laughs> only on payday. Um, Catherine's got a good one. Pork belly. Any kind of meat, really. Well, any meat, yeah, lamb yeah. and all that. But pork belly, they used to throw that out. My dad. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad oh. said that like calamari back in the day. They just used to like use it as fish bait, 
And now it's like it's calamari rings it. and all of that. Calamari's yeah, calamari's expensive. Isn't it, it is. Well, yeah. Any seafood's yeah. expensive. I mean, pretty how much. How far are we from away from the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> so trucking costs. Yeah. Um, pumpkins. Yeah. Little random. Not uh, sure. Cigarettes. Ciggies. I mean, I don't smoke, yeah, but no. I I remember back in the day we used to sell the smokes at the yeah. um, cafe I worked at. You yeah. Know, back in the day. Was, I was like 15. Was I even allowed to sell smokes? Probably not. This <laughs> <laughs> got awkward. Um, back, the cafe's no longer there. So. Back when they actually had packaging on them. Remember them? Yeah. Back in the days. Hey. Um, oh, it's crazy. What used to be cheap but is now expensive? Get amongst that one on our Facebook page. 847. Don't want to. Having a chat with Vivian Anthon. She is a gift wrapping expert and founder of The Daily Wrap. Vivian, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm really well. Thanks for having me. How are you? Doing very, very, very good. We love this time of year. I know you in particular love this time of year. It's Christmas just around the corner. We love it. And uh, I'm chatting to you today about how people can have a bit more of a hassle-free Christmas. That's always good fun, isn't it? Hey, hassle-free. And um, Vivian, you've got some amazing tips on how people can have an amazing Christmas with everyone, but just, you know, not get too overwhelmed with everything, because that's what it's all about at this time of year, isn't it? Absolutely. Look, I love Christmas. Yeah. I really do. Um, Well, I think we've had a bit of a a, a funny year. I think many of us are are really looking forward to Christmas, but I think we want the joy without the hassle. So that's that's where I'm coming from. Um, Because I work with so many people with gifts and presents and things like that, I get to hear their wonderful family stories, the things that maybe uh, are quite burdensome to them, but also the simple things that bring them great joy. So it's all a matter of balancing the preparation and having a really big think about um, the day beforehand and uh, you can make sure that that pressure is off. Now, I'm not here to tell people how they have Christmas and I know you're not either, so every every family mm. and every every sort of place is a bit different, but yeah. I, I think if you, if you just choose a, a couple of things to maybe be a bit easier on yourself with, that things will be far more hassle-free. And you know what? The most amazing thing about planning your menu... And I, and I know there are some fabulous cooks um, where you are there, but it, it's really about assembling, not cooking. So plan a menu where you're assembling it, not cooking it. Um, and the other thing about that is I love a new recipe as much as the next person, but Christmas Day probably isn't the day to try out a new recipe. <laughs> yeah, because that's when, that's when things go south and you go, oh, that triple glaze um, yeah. with cognac with this, no, disaster. So have, yep. have a lovely recipe. But make it one of your faves that you can you can knock out with your with your eyes closed. I think the other thing is allocating tasks, Jared, because yeah. um, people aren't mind readers. So I think if you are having a group, be it family or friends, allocate the tasks, um, being firm but you know not bossy pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know most people think allocating the task is you bring a plate, you do this, you do that. But here's what I say: allocate all the tasks. Hmm. So some might be bringing food, some might be bringing drinks. Um, but someone might be in charge of the playlist. Someone might be in charge of the decor. But someone might be in charge of clean-up. Now, I know that's not for everybody, but someone's <laughs> got to do it. The kids. Uh, someone, <laughs> someone, well, not many people I feel are out this moment putting their hand up for that, but it is a task. Yeah, Someone yeah. in charge of recycling. Someone in charge of plating up and storing the leftovers too yeah. because there's so much leftover at Christmas. And if we don't get in and, you know, before the day's too long, actually package them up, all that beautiful food we're wasting and someone could really be having that the next day. So 
I'm all for allocating the tasks or asking people to choose one, but not just the obvious tasks. And the final thing on the preparation is cleaning and preparing the house. I am the worst housekeeper. Um, and so cleaning and preparing a house for a lot of visitors is not good fun for me. Uh, but what I have learned is I just have two areas that I really focus on. The rest can have a closed door, truly. I don't care if people judge me. So I have, <laughs> I have the area around the dinner table clean and the bathrooms clean. Yeah. And then that is it. Yeah. The rest of them, wah, wah. And my final couple, uh, you know how we all sit at the Christmas table? Yeah. Uh, a really good thing to do is, A, have place cards, so you put some food into who's next to who, but also tell people that you're going to swap places after the main course because it means if someone's getting a bit bombastic or giving you their views on something you don't want their views on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like, I'm only going by my family. Yes. I'm only going by mine. And um, <laughs> truly, by the end of it, you're going, when will the yes. hell end? Yes. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. There's light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) You've only got to wait till the end of the broccoli. It really is a good thing to do and to say it before you start. Like you don't sort of stand up in the middle of it and go, look, it's all getting a bit intense here, I think, or swap. You actually say that's part of the fun that they know beforehand. Then the bell rings or the ding-dings and and change places. And it really is a good way to get people mixing, but also just, just to, you know... Mix it, mix yeah, it up a bit and get, exactly. get some fresh energy. Yeah, and the last one yeah. is crackers, Christmas crackers. I'm a Christmas cracker girl. Home make them. Don't have the plastic yuckies in them. Um, make really funny hats. Have really bad jokes. Make your own crackers, and that's another conversation starter. So I think all of those all of those things are things that don't necessarily cost a lot of money. They're just they're just way way to structure the day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I love I love all of them, especially the homemade Christmas crackers. Because, uh, yeah, the the bought ones, yeah, they're a little so and so. And the hats don't fit my head. The hats don't fit my head. I know. Uh, did you know? Did you know when I was researching Christmas crackers that the average size head in Australia is fifty three fifty three centimeters? So I don't know where you sit on that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe wherever they make those um, Christmas hats, they must have um, small heads, I imagine. They must be making them in a country with 48 as the average or something. So it's well, always tearing. when you make elves. That's elves must have small heads. <laughs> Very true. Hey, Vivian, thank you so much for the chat. I want to oh, my- do Christmas at your place. Sounds like fun. <laughs> my absolute pleasure.